You are now listening to The Goal, where global opportunities are limitless, featuring entrepreneur JC Polonia. The fact that you're telling me I'm doing too much means that you're doing too little. And TV personality Anthony Carlo. So don't be afraid to take on the person that makes you doubt yourself. Welcome, everybody, to The Goal. Anthony Carlo, JC Polonia. What's going on, guys? Joining you guys on this uh, beautiful day, ready to get right back into our groove. Absolutely. Uh, how you doing, JC? Doing all right. I'm feeling good. Today feeling good? A good it's a good day? Yeah, absolutely. Feeling energized? Yeah. I'm lacking good. energy, bro. I'm <laughs> lacking energy. I, you know what it was? I went for a run uh, earlier what in I the day. Done. And uh, I was feeling good after. Like, that. Mm. I didn't even want to eat. I was just like, you know what? You know when you're just so busy, like you finish, you know, a workout, you shower, you change. Go right into that like, next thing. You know, I feel strong right now. And then like an hour later, you realize I didn't eat and I should have. Yep. So it happens. It happens. Therefore, I'm feeling But guess weak. what? Did you feel like it. you're failing right now? <laughs> Is that a good segue? I no, failed I was on corny, my right? set in the gym. No, I'm kidding. You failed on your set. So let's talk about that. Let's Absolutely. Talk about that. Let's talk about... I know when we were going through our topics, something that is difficult for a lot of people is overcoming failure, right? So I know you have something that you want to get off, and I think this is a great episode for you to be able to lead um, because I think you have, I, heard, I was listening to what you had and I enjoyed it. So I want to see what you got to say to the people right now. Absolutely. Well, listen, first off, and you made me think of this when, you, when we were just talking about the gym, but it's funny how in the gym... For any of you meatheads out there, you know that when you're when you're repping it out, a lot of times uh, people will recommend in your workout plan to go till failure, and it's just it's what that means for those who maybe don't work out like that, don't know that terminology. It just means basically you're gonna rep until you can't anymore, mm-hmm. and um, I just I just love that just to start this episode off. Just when you apply that to life, you know, and you apply that to the effort that you're putting into life. If you just think about life in that way. Like I'm going to rep it out until I can't move anymore. I can't try any harder. You know that you've put 100% into whatever you're trying to do in life. And, and I think that's just a good way to open up this segment. What you were alluding to just a couple of seconds ago is my, uh, my own plan that I go with when I'm talking about failure. Okay. And it's called the four big A's. Uh, and that's this is the plan that I recommend to anybody who's trying to understand and better themselves when it comes to dealing with failure. Um, so I'm going to go through each one. Um, and the first one is admit. OK, so what I mean by admit is that it takes a lot sometimes to admit to yourself and to admit to others that you failed. Mm. A lot of times when we're introduced um, to failure. Um, you know, it may be introduced to us by somebody else. They may tell you, listen, you didn't do this correctly. You got this question wrong on a test. Uh, you, uh, you know, for me at my job as a reporter, um, you know, you, you, you neglected to, to, to add this to the story. And this was something that needed to be in the story. So the biggest thing about getting over your failures and learning from them is number one, admitting that you actually failed. And I feel like that's one of the toughest things to do, um, especially when you're maybe a confident person or proud of your work. Um, I don't know if you want to chime in a little bit on this, but you know, I think we both have similar personalities where we like to know we're succeeding. So no, to admit absolutely. we failed is difficult. It is. It's tough. It's tough. Um, I think for me, it's hard. That's actually something I struggle with. I struggle with admitting that I failed because I guess for me, my mindset goes straight to, okay, maybe it's not a failure necessarily, but it's 
an experience where I didn't do my best, but I was able to learn from, right? Because I don't know, I for me, I don't like, and, and this is just me, I like you, for you, that works for you, but I will recognize when it's a failure, but I won't tell myself that it is, if that makes sense. Mm. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, I, like I know that. I didn't do well, and I know I can do better, but what I'm gonna do is take it as an opportunity to learn and not necessarily say, oh, I failed this time because then once once I feel like I failed, like I feel like I'm done, right? Like I think right. a failure for me is like the ultimate end almost. So I try not to allow myself to get there, but I'll tell myself, okay, in my head, oh yeah, maybe I did fail at this moment. But for me, it was really just me learning what else I can do better to try again. I got you. So it just seems like you and I may differ a little bit on mm-hmm. how we look at failure. Because uh, honestly, for me, I need to tell myself it was a failure. Mm. If I don't tell myself, admit to myself, admit to others that I failed, um, it's not enough of a wake-up call for me to adjust myself so that it doesn't happen again. That's true. So one thing that I look at at the end of each day is very often, and I think I may have mentioned this in an earlier episode, but I ask myself, did I win the day? And I will, if there's even, sometimes I'm very, very, very hard on myself. And if there's even a little mishap or something that I wasn't happy with, that's big enough to stick out in my mind at the end of the day, I will count that day as losing the day. And, you know, it's not something, listen, you're going to take this with a grain of salt. You're going to use this the way you will. But for me, and I think I'm just very hard on myself. And a lot of times, you know, I, I, that's how I judge my day. Did I win or did I lose? And if my answer at the end of the day is I lost right there, I accomplished my first a in my plan. I admitted to myself that I could have done something better. And that's similar to what you were saying. No, for sure. Um, but it's just a matter of how we, I guess, disagree on maybe how, how big of an impact we let it play. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, it's funny because I like these conversations because I, I always get a different perspective. I like hearing other people because it's true. It's like when you recognize, when you do tend to recognize it as a failure, then it will impact you more emotionally and mentally because you're like, you get to that point where it's like, damn, like, I don't want to let this yeah, happen you don't again. Wanna, you're right. You're right. So I, I like that. I like that. Maybe that's something I should start implementing. I don't and know. what that has taught me to do, um, I don't want to spend too much time on the first A. We want to yeah, move yeah, on no, to definitely. the second. But what that has taught me to do is... It, it, specifically in my job, when I'm in that very same situation again, mm-hmm. I remember. I say, wow, this really pissed me off last time when yeah. I failed in this situation. So I make it a point. I let that thought enter my mind for a second. Mm-hmm. It reminds, it, it almost like, like a shock collar shocks a dog. It shocks me for a second. And then I literally dump it out of my mind and say, I ain't feeling like that at the end of this day again. So let me do what I need mm-hmm. to do to be better now. I like it. No, I like it. So the second A in my plan here of, of um, <clears throat> overcoming or dealing with failure is analyzing. So what I mean by that is after I've admitted to myself that I failed, I analyze what I did wrong. I look at the situation and I realize what could I have done better? What will prevent me from failing in this very same situation again mm-hmm. in the future? Because what you don't want to do is admit that you failed, realize that you messed up, and you know tell yourself you're going to do better next time, but never look at what can correct the problem. Because it's more more than mentality sometimes. Yeah. If you're going to just change, you know, say, you know, use your strong mentality to say, "Listen, I'm not going to let this happen again." That works to an extent, but if you don't spend time thinking about exactly what went wrong mm-hmm. and breaking down what you can do differently next time, 
sometimes you're going to fail again and again and again. And that's something that you don't want to happen. So I will take a second and I will actually analyze said failure to make sure that it doesn't happen again. You know, it sounds that sounds very similar to something I do because um, you were talking about winning the day, right? You mentioned that. So I think this goes hand in hand. Um, when you realize that you don't win the day, then at night, go back on that day and self-reflect, right? And that self-reflection is going to be key to bring you to that next step or to make you do better in the next time you do whatever it is that you were doing. Um, so it, it's it's critical. It's uh, You be able to analyze your failures is true. It's a big component to actually doing better because if you never go back and fix what you were doing wrong, you're never going to do it better. Why do you think so many different coaches, especially the great ones, spend so much time watching film? Because that's what's going to be the differentiator from their team making the same mistake again or analyzing their competition or seeing what how you messed up on that defensive play or how you could have done that layup better. You're never going to realize it if you don't self-analyze. Absolutely. Now, the next A in this um, you know plan for, for overcoming failure is advance. Mm. So just as much time and effort as I spent analyzing what went wrong and preparing to not do those wrong things in the future, yeah. I am now going to drop that like a bad habit. I am going to advance and move on off of whatever failure I endured for the day and try, 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 because it's not always easy, to not let that thought come back into my mind the very next day. And I know I've talked about this before, but I, I'd love to bring it up again. I grew up playing baseball, I grew up playing sports, you can't let, and it sounds cliche, and I almost hate to use it because it's so cliche, but you can't let that, that fear of striking out, right, from prevent you from playing the game. Absolutely. So you can't let that one bad day, that one failure, get in your head the next day. You have to make sure that that next at bat is a clean slate. You have to make sure that your next day at work, at school, with your family, with your girlfriend, your boyfriend, whatever the case is, you have to make sure that you're able to put that failure in a certain compartment in your head where you've broken down what went wrong, prepared to move on from it, and then seriously move on from it. Because it will eat you away. Mm -hmm. It will tear you apart, and it will be the biggest reason why you continue to fail if you are not able to advance from your last failure and move on. And you know, I think that that's probably out of all the four A's um, and once we break them down that's probably the biggest key yeah. because all the other two yes and the other three are important um, but if you're not able to ever move on from that failure you're going to stick with it you're going to resonate with it and then it's going to hinder you from literally becoming better or even participating in whatever it was that you were doing so that hindrance is is the worst thing which is why this is probably the biggest 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 A out of all of them when you break it down the way you have to think about it is at the end of the day each failure you should see it as a as a roadmap right and each failure itself is its own little obstacle right every failure that you encounter is its own little obstacle but these obstacles are all meant as stepping stones for you to become better at whatever it is that you're doing so every time you hit this one little obstacle it's your opportunity, look at the obstacle, see how you can fix it, see how you can get over that obstacle, then take the leap and making sure that you continue on that path, 
right? Because if you stay at that one obstacle, you'll never move forward, you'll never reach your destination. And it's important that you really realize that these obstacles are only meant to make you better, right? Any, if it was easy for you to get there and you didn't fail on your way to that destination, then it wouldn't be worth it and you wouldn't learn anything along the way. So you have to, have to, have to make sure that you always continue to advance even with every failure that comes along. And my last one is attain. So basically what I mean by attain sounds very simple, you know, self-explanatory. Basically, failure can be the biggest um, determinant as to whether or not you can actually attain your goals. So when you have gotten past the admission, Mm -hmm. the analysis, uh, the advancement, it doesn't mean you've actually attained your goal at the end of the day. But when you've been on a long road enough, when you've been throughout 10 years of your career and you've endured so many failures along the way, it can make you almost reluctant, apprehensive to actually grab onto what you want to grab onto because you can think about all those failures that you've had in your life. And when you let those failures, you know, hang around, this goes back to advance as well, Mm -hmm. it, it can prevent you from ultimately attaining that end goal. So what I'm trying to say is just because you've run, you know, the 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 3 miles doesn't mean that you finished the race. It doesn't mean that you've gotten there. Doesn't mean that you've attained actually what you've you wanted to get there. Advancing past your failures doesn't even mean that you've attained those goals. No. This one is is to to characterize what I like to call a strong finish. Mm. If you don't finish strong, then you basically have let all of those failures add up and amount to one big failure <laughs> at the end of the day. Not to sound derogatory here, no, but, it's but you true. let it all add up. If you're it's not true. able to put those things to rest and actually attain what you want to attain at the end of the day. Yeah. You always want to put your goals to bed. And I think that's the best way to summarize that is that you want to make sure that you make a decision and nine times out of 10, that decision should be to reach that destination no matter what it takes. Because what this does is every time you stray away from a goal that you have set and then you stray away from actually trying to achieve it and you move and say, oh, I'm not able to actually do that anymore. Um, Or I was way, way over my head with when setting that goal. What you're doing is you are literally slowly breaking down your own self-confidence. And when you break down that little bit of confidence that you may have and you get to a point where there's nothing left, then you're you're going to stay stagnant for the rest of your life. You know, we talk about egos and we talk about humility and we talk about all of these things that make up different leaders and different people who reach their goals. But there is some truth into the sense that you need to have a small ego and some sort of confidence to be able to get you to where you are. So if you're letting these little failures break that down and chip away at who you are, it's going to be ultimately destructive in terms of anything that you do. So these little failures, you want to make sure that you're attaining that goal when when they come about. Regardless of what you need to do to make it happen, you better stick with it because there is no better feeling than actually attaining that goal, especially after so many different failures. So once you reach that, your confidence is going to go way up. 
way, way up. So what do you think that will mean to the next goal that you set? Then you're ready for it. You're ready to make it happen. You're ready to take control. So you know that every time you achieve one of those steps, you will always do better on the next thing that you try to achieve. So it's important, it's critically important to make sure that you do not let yourself set a goal and then go back from it because of failure itself. Now, it's a different story if the goals that you set are no longer of interest to you. So if they're no longer of interest in you and you don't want to go for that goal, then that's a different reason as to why you're not going for it anymore, right? It's not because of failure. When it's been because of failure, that's when it becomes bad. That's when it becomes a choice and that's when it lets leads you to that self-destructive just sense of of your confidence and your ego. Absolutely agree with you. And I think the biggest question that we should all be familiar familiarizing ourselves with in instances where uh, you know, we may have been introduced to failure is basically, you know, you have to ask yourself, am I good enough? And this can be applied to anything, a sport, school, a job. Am I good enough to make it to the next level? Now, one, you know, big thing that I want to introduce here, and you may agree with, may, may disagree with, is that, you know, when you ask yourself that question, your answer may be no, and that's okay. But the, the main question I want to address here is, do I have what it takes to become good enough to make it to the next level? So it's okay to realize that you may not be where you need to be right now mm-hmm. as, as far as it goes, you know, with, with anything. But if you can accept and believe in yourself that you have what it takes to get there, that's when you have a better tailored plan to deal with failure. Because if you're dealing with failure in the sense of just saying to yourself, you know, am I good enough, yes or no, and letting it rest there, Mm -hmm. you're answering no, I'm not good enough, then you may think I never will be good enough. Mm -hmm. You know, you won't won't wanna try, because then every single failure is just gonna be an underscore to that answer to that question. Am I good enough? No, boom, here's the proof, I failed. You go through it again. I failed. Am I good enough? Boom. No, look, I failed. But if you ask yourself the very next question, but do I have what it takes to get there? Mm. Those failures instantly turn from underscores to why you can't do it into what it actually takes to get there. Mm -hmm. And you use that as proof of cutting your teeth, paying your dues, whatever you want to call it, that when you actually don't fail, you say, wow, see, I, I had what it, take, it takes all this time. Mm-hmm. I just had to go through with it. That's that's actually like a huge, t- I think that in and of itself can become its own topic. Uh, but to cover it just like in depth right now, it's that whole question of am I good enough? I believe everyone has a potential for something, right? And at the end of the day, not everything is meant for everyone, right? Because if everyone was meant to be a on News 12 or be an entrepreneur or go to college or end up being a CEO or end up being a hip-hop artist, if everyone was meant to do those things, then every single market would be oversaturated. And I'm sorry, then we would have nobody that works at our local supermarkets or works at... Um, 
whatever whatever the jobs may be there's still jobs that other people need to do in this world and i'm sorry if that sounds rude that sounds right like oh jc what are you saying like this it's not it's not about demon make or like minimizing those jobs but at the end of the day we're not giving out participation trophies anymore you know it's it's not about just being in here say that again it's it's not about you being in the game you have to win like it's not just about you (laughs) saying you want to come in and play for a little no we're about it's time to win this that's it that's what it comes down to such a trap too such a trap absolutely constantly tell ourselves you know i'm here you know that's enough yeah no showing up yes yes there's there's this quote it's funny this quote was huge back in college because um our president um would say it and it's the world is run by the people who show up yes you have to show up right at the end of the day you don't show up you don't make any moves but at the end of the day, you have to show up and you have to dominate. <laughs> like, it's not you just showing up and not doing anything when you show up is going to take you nowhere. It's just going to have you in the action, but you can be in the action and get shot by the crossfire. That's it. I like that. That's literally what can happen. So you have to make sure that you show up, come with a plan, execute, and then dominate. Facts. And then dominate. And Facts. every time you fail, realize that it's only a battle but the war is still going. It is absolutely still going. So you have every opportunity to make sure that you win those battles to lead you to the ultimate end goal of winning the war. But you have to realize it's not just about participation anymore. It's not about just just showing up. You gotta show up and want to win. If you don't win, then what's the point of showing up? Like, that's it. What, what's no the point? point. Then it's don't the, show up. What it is to do is to pat yourself on the back and tell yourself, at least I tried. Go to your mom if that's what you want to hear. hear that? At <laughs> least I tried. At least I tried, my at butt. At least I tried. Take that somewhere else. I'm sorry, but that's just not who I am. It's like, yes, yes, trying is great, but what's the point? What does that actually lead you to? I think too many people say, oh, at least you tried. That's just a matter of trying to make you feel better, but feel better for what? Mediocrity? Like, we're not going to settle for mediocrity. That's not what this is about. If you're listening to this and you think you can settle for mediocrity, get off. Like, I'm sorry. Don't listen to the podcast. Don't watch the YouTube videos. If you're settling for mediocrity, get off of this right now because that is not who we are trying to target. We are trying to target the people who want more than that, not just showing up for the participation trophies, not just saying, oh, at least I tried. Then you say, if you tried, you better say, okay, I tried today. I didn't make it, but tomorrow I'm going to make it happen, right? It has to be that way. That's it. There's no... There's no ways around it if you want some if you want success in this life across the platforms it has to be dealt with in that manner yeah michael jordan was cut from his freshman basketball team okay don't quote me on the exact year i believe it was his freshman team oprah winfrey was fired from one of her first jobs Mm -hmm. i mean the list goes on as to sylvester stallone was dirt poor had to sell his dog to to make and I don't even know, not even to make ends meet, to survive. Just to live. You know, the greatest of the greats had moments where they showed up and they were eaten alive. But if they just continued to, you know, use that mentality, let me just show up, mm-hmm. they would have never gotten mm-hmm. to where they ultimately got to. They showed up. They showed up again. They showed up again. They showed up again. They finished. They went through with the act. They kept 
beating away at whatever they wanted to accomplish until they beat that door down. That's the way it's going to be. Nobody, you know, not everybody gets it handed to them. Am I going to say that there are some people out there that do have things handed to them at certain mm-hmm. points? I'm not going to be naive to that. I know that's, that, that happens. But what I'm trying to say is if you go into it with that mentality that all you have to do is show up, like JC said, that you're not, you're not finishing the race there. You're mm-hmm. not going to get to that finish line. You're going to, you're going to fail, and then you're going to accept that failure. You're going to tell yourself, at least I tried. And that's not something to be proud about. That's no. something to settle. That's something that helps you feel better about yourself. That's something that helps you wake up every day not having any regrets. Mm-hmm. No, forget that. You need regrets. All right? You need regrets. You I don't want them, but we it, need them. You need regrets. You need that feeling in your in your mind. You need that thought that tells you, "Damn. If I hadn't if I had, you know, if I would if I could go back to this, I would have done it differently." You need that because it teaches you. Mm-hmm. It teaches you that there's a lot more to this whole thing than just showing up. Absolutely. And the one thing, yes, we need the regrets, but the one thing you guys have to remember is that you don't want to die with those regrets, right? The The purpose is have the regrets, let it come into you from that moment, from whatever it was that you failed at, and you say, oh, crap, like I could have done this better, I could have done that better, but you better go take that, take that energy, take what you learn, do it again, and actually succeed with it. Because if you end up going to your deathbed with that regret, it's probably one of, that's honestly, for me, myself, that's one of my biggest fears, is going to my deathbed with the regrets that I had because I told myself, oh, I wasn't good enough. And at the end of the day, I don't think everybody is good enough, but I do think everybody has the potential to become good enough. Everybody has what it takes. Exactly. Like, it. it they, but no, but it's not about having what it takes in the moment, but they have the ability to get what it takes. You get what I'm saying? Because yeah, it, it's not everyone's not everybody meant to win. has what it takes. No, not everybody's no. meant to win. It's, it's the damn truth. Anybody telling you otherwise is lying to you. They're literally lying to you, telling you that, oh, it's, yeah, you can do this, you can do that. But if they're not providing you actual practical feedback, that's going to make you better. And trust me, at the same time, I understand that some friends are literally doing it because they care about you and they want to see you succeed, but they think that this isn't for you. Who the hell is that person to tell you that what you're trying to do isn't for you? I'm sorry. It's not, that's not the case. Like you have to be able to if, if you realize that, it has to come from within. It cannot come from somebody else. You have to be self-aware enough to tell yourself, okay, I failed. This isn't for me. I don't have any more interest in it. So for that reason, I'm moving to something else. Not because I failed, not because my friend told me to give up because this isn't for me. It's because I realize, okay, this isn't necessarily what I want to do. And that should be the only reason why you give up. Because everybody has that opportunity to get to that point where you are doing well and you do develop what it takes. You don't have what it takes yet, but that's the biggest key word is yet. You don't have what it takes yet, but you can develop that. And that's what the important part is. I heard you loud and clear. <laughs> I get frustrated. I heard you loud and clear. I like when you get motivated. Look, it adds me, something to this program. <laughs> it adds something. I just, I hear people and it pisses me off because I see so much dead potential inside of everyone because they they let some external factor or let one bump in the road bring them to that point of no return and it pisses me off 
Well, let me just say that fear is a big reason why that contributes to that. And I, I almost want to leave that to its own That's the next segment. Episode. But I will say, I just you know, I'll close by just saying that fear and failure go hand in hand. Absolutely. The, the, the two big bad Fs, and they can own you. Both of them. Yeah. Um, that's a perfect segue to what we're talking about next. Absolutely. So remember the four A's, though. Just to recap. Yes. If Bring you it back fail, and this is my plan, I am giving it to you. You can use it if you'd like. You can let it go in one ear and out the other if you'd like. It's not going to make me lose sleep at night. You admit your failure. You analyze what caused you to fail. You advance past that failure, and then ultimately, you remind yourself that it's not the end of the game. You have to actually attain what you want at the end when it's all said and done. Absolutely. JC Polonia, Anthony Carlo, the goal. We'll see you guys next time. Don't let me get hyped up again. <laughs>